We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The score! This hour is brought to you by Vasectomy Clinics of Chicago. Halliburton picked up by Beverly just over the eight-second line. We're down to the final seven seconds. Halliburton creating. Halliburton topside three. Go ahead. Halliburton was going to give it up, and he nails a topside three. With 2.7 seconds left, Bulls playing for a tie here. 125-122. Beverly near hash mark. Sideline right. It played a boot. Turnaround jumper right side for three. Hit right rim. No ball game over. Indiana wins it 125 122. Indiana wins the season series three games to one. Yeah, this is a this is an issue, the Tyrese Halliburton thing. Yeah, and it's gonna be for a yep. really long time. Yep, it is a and you a, start going, well, the Bulls could have picked him. Yeah. Yeah, they could have. They it did. was it was a somber post game. It was a quiet, quiet post game for obvious reasons because God took your heart out of your chest. And a lot of us are a lot of us are just kind of out of answers. We we're, we're talking in circles. We're saying the same things. We're coming back to the same places, and it's an unenviable position to be in when you're in part, you know, part of the part of the team broadcast. You know, luckily, Kendall Gill, our next guest, and his compatriots are allowed pretty free reign to be honest about this very, very disappointing basketball team. And Kendall is on Twitter at KendallG13. He's on the Score Hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And I saw him yesterday, and I thought his his outfit was – I couldn't tell if it was, it was ACDC's Brian Johnson or if, <laughs> or if it was like film noir cab driver, the guy that pulls I, up at just the right time. I'm enjoying Kendall with the cap, man. Like, that's a, that's a good look too. You know, like I – I, I, I like the choices that all three guys make when it comes to wardrobe, but tall guys can pretty much wear whatever they want. Yeah, it's unfair. I wouldn't know. Kendall, how are you? All right. How you doing, guys? We're good, man. How, how are you doing after yesterday? Like, how how did you view, like, after you guys kind of worked through it, had your therapy session on the post game last night, <laughs> uh, what, what, did, what did you walk away with watching uh, Halliburton take the heart right out of the bull's chest? Oh, well, I walked away saying that, man, I didn't expect this year to go like this. You know, I, I, didn't, I didn't expect to, for this team, as talented as they are, to uh, have such a horrible record against sub-500 teams. Um, I didn't expect to be in 12th uh, position in the Eastern Conference where we are now. I, you know, I, at the beginning of the season, I said, okay, I, we, we can't, we're not going to finish any lower than 5-6. 
That's the way I thought that we would be um, without Alon- without Lonzo. Um, but now uh, we're fighting to get into the play-in with 17 games left. Uh, you know, and then our schedule is is not the bum of the month club. I can, <laughs> I can tell you that much. It's it's tough. So, you know, I left still with hope, but you know, I'm I'm getting very concerned right now. When Zach Levine tells Casey Johnson, you know, we don't we just don't have a lot of guys who shoot threes. I'm thinking, yeah, that's that's true. And uh, do you did you in any way think he was subtweeting Demar with that statement? Uh, no, I, I I don't think that. I think he was just. I mean, you know, Zach just tells it like it is. I mean, I mean, he, Zach sometimes wears his emotions on his sleeve, uh, but I think he was telling the truth. I don't think that he was trying to take a shot um, at Demar or or anybody like that. I mean, I, those guys play well together so it's just that they just lack the three-point shooting you, you guys forget Lonzo Ball was one of the top three-point shooters uh in the league the previous year uh before he he uh joined the Bulls and then he was uh, a knockdown three-point shooter before he got hurt so I think a lot of the three-point shooting uh left with uh, Lonzo being injured Kendall we've seen it a couple times Jay made a mention of it in last night's game um I was upset in the game that they won, that that this didn't happen more uh, with Zach and him when he's in on one, like when when he's in his bag of tricks and he's able to make shots. How does a player explain to a coach in game that they need more actions called for them or they need the ball more, or is it up to the coach to realize how the game flow is going and saying, "Hey, Zach might have fifty tonight." If we give him more opportunities, how, how do you go about as a player explaining that and getting the result of you getting more touches when you got it going? Well, you walk over to him and say, hey, coach, give me, I need the ball. <laughs> I'm hot right now. That's how you do that. And also, you know, when you have a pure point guard on the on the floor, because I, I can remember several times, Muggsy Bowes, when I was having a great night. He's like, all right, we're going to feed you. So Nate, Nate McMillan, when I played with Nate McMillan, he's like, yeah, you got 30, we're going to get you 34, 35. Hey, what's your career high? You know, th- those are the type of quarterbacks you need on the floor in order to recognize that. I don't, I don't think that the Bulls have that at this point. I mean, Io, I think he's going to come around. He's still a young player, uh, still really doesn't know uh, just yet how to spread his influence as a point guard amongst the veterans. Just right now, uh, Pat Bev, new guy. Um, that's why Lonzo Ball was so important, man, because he did everything. And if you guys, you guys can go back to when I first saw the Bulls practice when they had the big, big, big three together. Well, big four with Vooch as well. I said Lonzo Ball is the key to the whole thing, and I, I mean that that statement has held true, you know, because when Lonzo went out. You know, look what happened to us, and now we're still struggling because, Lawrence, you're exactly right. If, if I'm a point guard and I know Zach has it going, it's nobody else is going to touch that ball except for Zach at that point in the game, especially to close it out. Something that's been bothering me is this team that is in dire need, that is, that is starving for three-point shooting, can't find their best three-point shooter more often. Patrick Williams is shooting 413 from three-point range. And if too often, 
where, and this part of it is on him, of not deferring and taking his shots. Like I, I love what Kobe White has done, and I love that Kobe White is fearless. That he'll take those those long threes. There was a sequence yesterday where he took he took two in a row, and he missed them both. And I didn't care because I thought they were both really good shots in what they were doing for as it was going. And if Zach wants to take some, that's fine. But why can't their best three point shooter shoot more of them? Well, it's because the point guard on the floor has to get that player in position. The coach can call out plays and everything, but it's really the quarterback that gets everything to you. Um, you know, you go back, you look at uh, Patrick Mahomes, how he audibles, and, and, and he'll call off a play when he sees another play that can be run, it'll be successful. That's exactly what a, a, a really good point guard in the league can do. If he sees that Kobe White is hot, he'll call a play for Kobe White mid within the offense, if you run another play, he'll call that play off and then call one for Kobe White. That's what we're missing, guys. And, uh, you know, I can't emphasize this enough. Point guards are so important because they are an extension of the coach. And, you know, I've been around, like I said before, Muggsy Bowes, even Steve Bardo, my running mate in uh, at, at Illinois. Coach Henson sometimes would call a play, but Steve would see something else and call it off and then call something for Nick or call something for Kenny Battle, call something for me, you know, that would uh, be a successful play because he saw everything that was happening, you know, and he was an an extension of the coach. That's what the Bulls are missing right now. Kendall, did you call us today so that you could keep your mind off of what's going to happen later on tonight? Is that what's happening right now? (laughs) No, no. Hey, listen, my my son is playing in the super sectional tonight. Uh, He's a sophomore at St. Ignatius, so uh, we're playing Graves Lake uh, tonight up at the Now Arena. And, you know, I'm kind of nervous. My wife just brought me down the clothes that I'm supposed to wear. And, uh, (laughs) you know, so, so... uh, I'm already going over the game plan with them, you know, and hopefully they can execute it. If they execute it, I think they'll be going downstate for the second year in a row. Hopefully I'm keeping my fingers crossed. So so what's it like for you? Like you played this game at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Did you have nerves when you played? And do you have more nerves as a sports dad than you did as an actual athlete? I, I have more nerves as a sports dad because <laughs> I'll tell you, I was watching the championship of his sectional uh, final against uh, Fenwick on Friday night, and I was in the studio. We had a game, and you know I'm in the studio. I'm cursing at the at the iPad and the screen and everything because I see, I had some guys coming and say, "Hey, is everything all right?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm just, I'm just watching the game, so I, I get into it more as a parent uh, than I did when I was a player. How hard is it for you to keep from? coaching in your head or backseat coaching or just thinking like oh you know move that screen or that should be a staggered double or you know wait yeah. on that play or or run that one again like because I know you're thinking it yeah yeah I think it all the time and you know my son gets uh he gets tired of me talking so so really now I what I do is I cut the film up and I, I'll text it to him and I'll write it down what I want to say because he doesn't want to hear it coming out of my mouth so, you know, and I'm, I'm tired of him blowing me off or, or shutting, <laughs> shut, shutting down when I start talking to him. Because <laughs> he will. He, to, to, to him, I'm not a 15-year NBA vet. I'm just dad. So right. I have to get somebody else to tell him or I have to text it to him. And and by the way, that game's on marquee tonight. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. You can watch All the right. game on on the marquee network tonight at 6 o'clock. So, oh, cool, so, so Phoenix cool. Gill's going to get some TV time tonight. 
Uh, all right, all right, man. I, I, now, I, you know, I'm not allowed to tell him that. Also, my wife only gives me a 15-minute limit per day to talk basketball. So, you know, I, I already used my 15 minutes up. So so are you going to be like in 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 St. Ignatius gear tonight? Is that what she laid out for you or are you going to be yeah, are you going to be yeah. post game Kendall? No, no, I'm not going to be post game Kendall. I'm going to be St. Ignatius geared up uh dad tonight. You know, she just brought this down. I'm sitting in the kitchen. She just brought this down and gave me a uh, uh uh, some some clothes that I can pick out to wear. So you know, I'll be I'll be in the maroon and gold, man. Well, Kendall, good luck, man. I hope that you have a Thanks. very stressless night. Even though I know well, you're not, I know you're gonna be going crazy <laughs> while you're sitting there in the stands. Uh, but I know you're you're proud of both of your boys and that they 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 yeah. work hard and 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 yeah. and look at what what's happened here. I think it's wonderful. So good luck to Phoenix and and the folks thanks. over at St. Ignatius tonight and and we will talk to you soon, I, sir. I can lend you a Zan- hey, thanks, guys. I, I've got All an right, extra I appreciate them. I have yeah. an extra Xanax if you want it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> hey, hey and, and the look you guys were talking about, that's the Silver Fox Squad look. Okay, uh, okay. Where my hats with. Okay. okay, I'm a member of, I'm a, I'm a member of the Silver Fox Squad now. It's a bunch of older guys with great beards that wear hats and, and try and dress nice. All right, well, we'll see if we can add it to to the mix because we we both have the gray beards coming in ourselves by Cracky. Uh, do so we, do we all need do, Kendall? Do we need a conversion van and a pack of cools? No, you don't need a conversion van. You just need a you just need a cool hat and a cool suit. That's okay, all you okay. no, you, and, you, and, and and a gray beard. Look, the guy that's out there every morning running sixty forties. Ain't smoking no cools, Dan. All right, I'm just I'm, I'm just That's trying right. to complete the look. I'm just trying to. Make the, sure I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're out there running sixty forties, you're not smoking no cools. That's right. Hey, hey, Lawrence, I was out there this morning, man. I was looking for you. I didn't see you. No, you're not gonna see me for a while. I'm still I'm still uh, okay. getting still getting my back in order. But you'll see me again. I I love All it because right. I because I know I got to step my game up if I see Kendall on the track. I'm like, oh, here he come, here he come, <laughs> and, and, and now I got to act like I'm an athlete. Because of Kendall. <laughs> That's right, man. That's right. We'll we'll get it together though. All right, Kendall. Good Thanks, luck Kendall. tonight, man. All right, guys. All right. Thank you, guys. Oh, man, I don't I don't envy that. That the butterflies in the stomach for all that stuff and how to not say stuff and how to not over you know get too crazy because everyone's looking at you because you're Kendall Gill and everybody knows that's your kid. Oh, but, but yeah, if you're looking for something to watch, like you can watch the 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 Ignatz game versus Gray's Lake on Marquee tonight at six o'clock. Yeah, good for Ig. Apparently, their swim team is awesome too. That's not surprising. Well, they're beating like they're they're a, they're a relatively small school that I guess is just wrecking people. Yeah, and they've got one senior. Because I know I know somebody on that swim team, and I they were talking about like they won conference easily, and now they're they're they were they were just doing great. I love to see you know like you know when I love like I was talking to someone this weekend about you, and I was like I love when I get Dan the dad. Like Dan, the dad is hilarious to me, and it's so fun. It's a different side of you that people don't ordinarily get to see. So it's cool. Like, and I know that we gonna have some crying moments in the next few months on this show, and I'm preparing myself for that because I know it's gonna be hard oh, for you. I know it's I, already there, and the, the whole senior thing. We went through it with hockey. Hockey's over. And there's a part of me that's happy. The stress of of goalie dadding is a, a thing of the past. And stinky pads and all of that other stuff. Well, and $1,500 leg pads and $500 skates and, and $300 chest pads and all that. So now we can, you know, that, that'll be his problem from here on in. It's just so fun to see 
especially people like that I'm relatively around the same age of. Like I don't have kids. I I enjoy being the goat of uncles, but I love seeing it. Whether it's Zawaski being stressed out watching well, he Addy coaches. Pitch. He also coaches. But even that, or Joe, like Joe's out here coaching now. And and I know what Joe was like when he was a producer. And I know that like he's fighting a lot of his instincts when he's out there coaching. Or Jason bringing Jace to the studio yesterday. And Jace like running around and doing stuff. And and now to see Kendall go out there and watch his son ball. The, the the way the Phoenix Gill can ball. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's, he's a, a good, he's a really good player. Really good player. He's, a, he's at least a D one player and maybe a pro. Yeah, and and so you know, and, and shout out to Gray's Lake too because I don't think there were a lot of people that thought that they would get to this point either. So it should be fun tonight and to have the, the opportunity to play on TV at like a real stadium and stuff. That's awesome. Now arena's cool. Yeah. The <laughs> I love what he says too about how his kid, if he tried to talk to him about it, he has to text it because his kid wouldn't listen if he tried to talk to him. I mean, I get it. I get it too, but like at some point, like I'm not even allowed now to encourage for like when he's pitching, I am I can't even say, all right, nice, nice pit. He he's I said something. Like he I said something, what was it? I followed this is last year and and I'm sequencing along with him and I'm thinking along with what I'm like okay change up here and it was the guy fouled up he barely got a piece of a change up like should have gotten it was one two perfect the guy got a piece of it and I said something like good idea good idea and he steps off the mat he goes shut up <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just encouraging I'm trying to be nice he doesn't want to hear from you. <laughs> you heard him. He told you to shut up. <laughs> I'm like, right. okay. Thanks, coach. I'll just shut up now. <laughs> yeah. Just go back to enjoying the game. Right. It's like, I would just, like, I, it's one thing to say, you know, what, what's wrong with you, you horrible piece of crap? You suck. <laughs> but I was just like, you know, good thought, good idea. That's the pitch I would have thrown. Nice pitch. Good job. I love you. They did shut a, up. They did a whole thing on Family Guy last night where Meg joins the basketball team and she can only play if Peter's yelling horrible things at her. But when he does, then she becomes like Michael Jordan or Caitlin Clark. Like she's just out there balling. Just responds to the intensity. Yes, the the negativity. It's funny. I told you that on this trip, we watched the movie Whiplash in the hotel, which he'd never seen. And he's like, I want to watch this. This is supposed to be great. I'm like, it is. It's really intense. If you want to watch it, I'm happy to watch this incredible movie. And and at the, so we watch it, and I said, so what would you think? He goes, that was, that was fantastic. And I said, because you know J.K. Simmons won every possible a- award. As he, and it put Miles Teller on the map. Like, it was, right. it was a huge, huge movie for intensity. And, and Paul Reiser is fabulous in it, too. He has really become you gotta something. See, you got to see Paul Reiser in The Boys. I know. He's so good. He's so funny. But, um, but it's a sports movie. Yeah. Whipla- Whiplash is, it, it's it's ostensibly about jazz music, but it's a sports movie about you know, Bobby Knight. Yeah, getting, getting trying to get the most out of someone by yelling and dragging them across the finish line. I got something for you, Dan. You were gone. Layla and I sat here on Friday, and we got Tucker Barnhart on the phone. He's outstanding. Outstanding. I, I have not heard. I look forward to it. We're going to play some of that as it pertains to the rule changes and some of the mistakes that he's already made 
with the rules changes. You will enjoy this. It's next on The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. We talk a little bit of Cubs here on the Bernstein Home Show. And when we talk Cubs during spring training, it's sponsored by Sloan, official water efficiency partner of the Chicago Cubs. Dan, I think I'm going to go down there Friday. Okay. Cubs Sox are playing Friday at Sloan. So I think I'll, I'll, I'll do my half of the show from Sloan. All right. So when I was gone, what did I miss? You missed us having a conversation with Tucker Barnhart. He was terrific. He, we, like, he, he had fun with us. But... There was a ton of good stuff from him. Layla and I started off the conversation with him asking about what the rule changes look like, especially from someone who's playing catcher. Oh, man. <laughs> How much time you got? As much as you need. <laughs> Whatever you need to be. Yeah. Because I know that there, there was even a situation where you would call timeout and, and the umpires yeah. were like, you can't do that. So, so what's this been like? There's a lot of nuance to it. Um, there's much, much more than just a pitch clock, than just having to be in the box as a hitter at a certain point and the pitcher having to throw a ball at a certain point. There are, there are quite a bit of layers that, that, are, that are not being talked about maybe as much as the obvious. Um, so so to, your, to your point or your, the example that you used, it's actually happened to me twice now in back-to-back games where – I guess the rule now as I'm learning is that when the pitcher's on the mound with nobody on base, they, by stepping off, the pitcher can't reset the clock. Now, if there's somebody on base, the pitcher can step off and reset the clock. It's just considered a disengagement or a, uh, or a pickoff attempt in which you only get two. So the, the problem that I've ran into is I see the clock running down, and naturally my instincts are to call time and hopefully reset the clock. But in both events, or both examples, there's been nobody on base, and so the clock doesn't reset even if I were to try and call time, therefore leading to a ball. So yesterday was, was a tough one for me to swallow. I mean, it is clearly spring training. 
but it ended up being ball four um, and giving uh, Rowan Wick, Wick a walk uh, instead of the opportunity to to get to get the hitter out. So it's uh, it's been a lot. Um, there's a lot of conversations that we've had in terms of trying to figure out how to maybe circumvent the rule a little bit, not break it, but maybe buy our guys some some time, myself included, after running to back up first base. Everything just just spe- seems kind of sped up right now, and I think obviously we'll work through the kinks of that and uh, and figure out what, we'll, what will work for us. Uh, but right now it's a little bit of an adjustment for sure. Well, and then we see what happens pretty publicly. The Red Sox game that was tied and then ends up being a pitch clock error that decides it. It's only spring training. But how much of that sits with players like you, especially being a catcher? Well, I'll be honest with you, and, and to be very blunt, it worries the hell out of me, <laughs> to be honest, that there's, I mean, there's so many things that that every player, myself included, are thinking about during a game, what, what pitch to call, what location to throw it to, hopefully, is, is the runner going to steal, is the hitter going to swing, what's the score, like, there's so many things that, that, that I'm thinking about behind the plate, that it adds a whole different element when you're having to re to think about rules that have been played a certain way or a game of a game that's been played a certain way for hundreds of years. Um, I think ultimately the pitch clock is good. Uh, I, I will say that. Uh, however, it, it worries me that, that a, a fate of a season potentially could be decided on a, uh, on a pitch clock violation. And what we're, what we're seeing and what we're realizing is that, these clocks are, are being manually operated. And so not saying that it's going to happen, but potentially there could be some error in terms of when the clock started or, or not started that could either A, give a team more time or give a team less time. Uh, and if that's in a crucial, crucial situation, I mean, that could potentially determine a season. So I, I, I just hope, uh, my hope is that there's some feel um, to this from umpires. Um, hopefully that it's being kind of policed very strictly in spring training to kind of try and get uh, teams used to it. Uh, but hopefully in a situation where a game's on the line, uh, maybe there's an element of feel that's, that's applied that, that will let the, uh, or allow the players to kind of dictate the ending of the game versus uh, a clock. That's something I hadn't thought about before. Let's say it's a 97-degree day in August, and you had – you know, ground ball a third, and that catcher is is busting, just hauling ass to back up the throw, just as it's doing his job, and then's got to come back, and then go do pitch comp and, and all this, and then see it happens again, like like little things like that where you're testing a different energy system. There, you're gonna have to have dudes in shape. Mm-hmm. I hadn't really thought about that. Like, what you can, is there a timeout? Is there something you can do for safety purposes to make sure you're, you're not, you know, coughing up lungs on, on a day like that? And Tucker walked it up. He didn't say it, but he walked it up to, are you afraid that there might be some manipulation that goes on? Well, he admitted to being part of it. Like, if they're going to try to circumvent things to work around the edges, sure. No, but I mean with oh, the Oh, you mean actually, itself. like, you the, know, some Patriots-level stuff. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's there's there's well, that. Cooking. But he was he was terrific, Dan. Like, I yeah, really enjoy great. talking to him. I'd like to talk more with him. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Um, you guys have something for us? 
I think so. I think we're going to hear a digested version of Travis Kelsey's oh, yeah, that's right. Saturday Night Live yeah. opening monologue. We will do that next on The Score. You're listening to Bernstein and Holmes. Midday's Midday 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score. In Travis Kelsey's theme song. This is what he likes to scream. He's talking about the the Chiefs and them winning the Super Bowl. And there's a lot of charismatic athletes who test the limits of their charisma, of their personality, by doing live comedy. Because live comedy and sketch comedy, stand-up, is not easy. Nope. And the people who make it look easy... Make it look easy because they're great at it. <laughs> because they have they have finally honed their skills and and or have also wonderful natural ability. Well, I give Travis Kelsey a lot of credit because standing up there live in those bright lights and trying to deliver, it's not easy. I think he did okay. It's great to be here. And if you don't know, I just won my second Super Bowl. <laughs> Which was amazing, but for me, hosting SNL is that much better. I'm lying to you all. I'm lying. I'm kidding. (laughs) Winning the Super Bowl was way better. Uh, But seriously. (laughs) Seriously, I'm honored that SNL asked me to host. I was nervous about doing a monologue. But then I remembered, I'm actually, I'm pretty good with words. I'm pretty good with words. Like, during uh, games, I do these super eloquent pump-up speeches for my teammates. Please watch. More, 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 more. And sometimes I even do it in my Pat Mahomes voice. Bob, more, more, more. Do it, do it. Love you, Pat. Probably the coolest thing about this Super Bowl is that my whole family was there. People keep asking me what it was like to beat my brother in the Super Bowl, and um, it was pretty awkward. Uh, Especially because after the game, we had to ride home together. Our mom drove us there in her minivan. It's like the good old days. But uh, Jason and I have actually been playing football together since we were little kids, and he was always better than me. At everything. Um, in high school, he was an honor student, and I got kicked off the team because I failed French. And English, too, but French sounds way better. Uh, and then when we were in college, uh, I actually got kicked off the team because I tested positive for marijuana. So it just goes to show you, if you smoke weed and you're bad at school, you can win the Super Bowl twice. <laughs> <laughs> Travis Kelsey playing to his audience. That is well done by him. And the, the what you have to do in those situations is you have to be willing to poke fun at yourself. And if you can do that successfully, it ends up being good. And I thought that he did a good job. He did a good job in the sketches, too. Yeah, see, I didn't see the sketches. The only thing I ask of a celebrity in that role is to act. 
where there's certain things like when Michael Jordan hosted, all the sketches were him being Michael Jordan. I mean, the Sweet River Baines w- w- was excellent. That though. was a, that was an example of, of try at least try to act, have the guts and have and want to step out of the comfort zone, play a role, and. That I, so I'll I'll go back and I'll and I'll watch. But that's fun when they find the right things for an athlete to do that isn't just playing off the their natural celebrity. He's really good and good for him. Like challenging yourself, doing something fun in the off season. He's exactly the type of guy that when he's done, someone's going to put a microphone in his hand to do something. And it's just a matter of what it is that he's going to do. He can follow in Nate Burleson's footsteps, Michael Strahan's footsteps, Howie Long's footsteps. And, and be one of those dudes when he's done playing. A little bit of news here. The Chiefs will not be franchise-tagging left tackle Orlando Brown. Rubs hands like Birdman. That means on March 13th, he will be a free agent. That means both Chiefs tackles, Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley, will hit free agency. I like it. So keep an eye on it. I that like is it a lot. That, that is Bears-related news. No doubt about it. Parkins and Spiegel will join us next here on The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.